I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Today's topic is a plethora of 80s music videos. (laughs) So we are going to jump right in and we'll do info about each one. So our first one that we looked at was Safety Dance. Safety Dance is by Men Without Hats. The album was Rhythm of Youth. It was 1982 and directed by Tim Pope. Paul, do you remember this video? Oh, yeah. But not, I mean, not from the time. I mean, from way after the time. <laughs> Wait, not from your playing games in the basement. I mean, okay, so I was TV. born in 1982, so I don't remember it like I was watching it at the time, but I definitely remember watching it at some point. I don't know. I have okay. watched this video many times before. Great. And enjoyed the song. Great. But it's a weird ass thing. It is. Um, yeah. I remembered it vaguely, but not. I remember thinking it was a weird fucking video, and I still do. Uh, do you want to hear some fun facts? Yes. Uh, okay. So the song was written by. Oh, this is one of those situations where I should have looked up the pronunciation. The song was written by a lead singer, Ivan Doroshuk. Yep, sounds right. I feel like I did great. Um, after he had been kicked out of a club for pogo dancing. <laughs> I will have you know that that led me down a whole wormhole wow. about pogo dancing. Super um, deep meaning in this song. It is what you think, pogo dancing. Yep. It's dancing around like you're on a puck pogo stick. Okay. And, you know, his big thing was this was when disco was just ending, and so people wanted to slam dance and pogo dance, and they thought it wasn't safe, and they weren't partner dancing, and so they would get kicked out. So he went home and wrote it. So it's not about safe sex, and it's not about – it's not an anti-nuclear protest. It's literally just about being able to dance on the dance floor. Wow. Well, so, okay, I have a question. I don't know that I have the answer. <laughs> was this – so they do this weird, like, jerky S movement? Yep, yep. And I guess – I didn't even really notice that until this watch through. I watched it a couple times. Yep. Is this supposed to be like a I dance read, move song? This is like the I twist or the macarena. On set, and it was like an S, like vaguely an S shape. I did watch the literal video for this. Oh, <laughs> I, I watched the pop up video. When they're like S S, you made S S. Um, so I watched the pop up video, and I also read all about it because that's the thing I do. What's a pop up video? Shut up! You don't know pop up videos are. Yeah, I know. We're, we're done. I'm breaking up. What is happening? <laughs> but I only know about that because like that's like a what is it VH1 thing? VH1. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't get to VH1 until college. So I was addicted to pop-up video, and I knew there was one for this. And I yeah. Googled around until I found it because it was not on YouTube. Anyway, um, this was filmed in England, West Kington in Wiltshire. And the only he's the only member of the band because those other fuckers were um, rehearsing for a live performance. But I guess not him. Okay. And the woman who is the blonde woman. The crazy woman. The crazy one. She is... You know, was unknown for a long time. And then in 2013, it came out that she is Louise Court, who is a journalist. She was editor-in-chief at Cosmo and was the director director at Hearst Magazines UK. Wow, good job. Yeah. That's a real uh, steep career tra- trajectory Right? There. Yeah, good job, Chicky. <laughs> so um, this video is bonkers because it is 80s and also yet medieval. 
Uh, my favorite part of the pop-up video is that they're talking about how things are medieval, and there's, like, the medieval fool and the medieval gesture, and then there's mm-hmm. the little arrow to the medieval power lines, and that gave me a good chuckle. <laughs> I mean, um, it's just like a Ren fair, right? Like, it's like I, a bad I mean, Renaissance fair. It's the yeah. it's like the Shire, and it it is also like a bad Ren fair because some of them still look like eighties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, if you've been to the Renaissance fair, bitches, I mean, I was never at a Ren fair in the eighties, so maybe that's just what it was like. Yeah, I don't think there was Punch and Judy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I really want to know what's on his lapel pin, but he does have a great studded belt, and then the jester has a graphic tee. On so yes, there yeah, a lot of continuity I, yeah. in the medieval clothing. Yeah. Why is there a chicken mask? Why? Why any of it? Why? why? Any of it? There's that. They do that weird S thing, and there's a freeze frame, and I just wrote, "Hey, eighties." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it's very. It's that's very, why. What like that's why I wanted to know was this? Were they trying to start like a dance? Because they do that right. weird freeze frame right on the S. They it's like, do. oh, we I, want people to do this weird S dance, and it just like never took. Off. It'd be like if they did the Macarena song, and just nobody, everybody's like, oh, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Let's not right? ever do that. Yeah, I have no idea. My note is, what the fuck did I just watch? That's I wrote. It's over. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Right, and I wrote also. Who cares? It's yeah. <laughs> a stupid fun song and a stupid shallow video. Yeah. See, <laughs> I think I think I watched this video long after hearing the f- song for the Me first time. Too. So I I mean it's a great eighties song. The video it is a great song. I this is can I split my nerd canon judgment and just say yeah. I would share the song. I Judges think I already yeah. I already have shared the song. I see no reason to share the video. I agree with like, you. It's like, not in my canon for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I will share the song because it's a fun, if you just listen to it, it's like, okay, we're going to dance how we want to dance and we just dance around to it. Right. But I'm, I, the video is weird and no means I necessary. Agree. It, I, it has no substance. Also, his face is very serious for how silly all of it is. <laughs> yeah. And he's like kind of a handsome dude. There's really no reason yeah. for him to look so sour. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! He's good looking, so he can't possibly be ha- um, in this sad dumb or... in this dumb shire where everyone's dancing around him, and he gets to sing. But he's making the dumb noises he's making. Yeah. No, also he okay. takes poorly timed breaths, and he wasn't in this band for very long. Well, they did the lip syncing is not no great. no yeah so no so. Okay, safety dance. I'm splitting. I'm saying I I already have shared the song. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I have as well, actually. But yeah. not the video. Total okay. eclipse of the heart. Total eclipse of the heart, guys. Guys. I have no history with this video. What? I have never seen this before. Shut. No. Your mouth. Never. Okay. All right, listen, <laughs> y'all. Total eclipse of the heart. It's Bonnie Tyler. The album is faster than the speed of night. Uh, 1983. It was written and produced by Jim Steinman. Paul, do you know who that is? Nope. Okay, you need to learn. I should know? Yep. Uh, Jim Steinman is a huge 80s, um, 70s and 80s music producer, and he did um, Why Eagles, would Bad I Out need... of Hell. Shush your mouth. He did Bad Out of Hell, which is okay. one of my all-time <laughs> things. I don't know if I should say faves, but. Mm-hmm. And this was directed by Russell Mulcahy. Oh, right. Uh, Mulcahy, I know him. Yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> really? Everyone knows Jim Steinman, Paul. Okay. okay. Well, no, not everyone. I am an everyone person. Nah. It received two nominations for Billboard Music Awards in 83, Best Performance by Female and Most Effective Use of Symbolism. Oh, my God. That was an award? <laughs> Is that still an award? 
Holy <laughs> shit. I would love to win I that award. I this and I don't think I realized how funny it was until I just said it out loud. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Wait, no, we gotta stop. We're stopping the whole show right now. Most, I, I need to see a list. Billboard Music Awards, not MTV. It's a Billboard Music Award. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be a thing. You oh made God, it up. I hope. I hope I just made that up. I don't know. I don't know. All right, listen. Also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> we haven't even started talking about the actual video. All right, Simon, Jim Steinman said that the song was originally conceived as a vampire love song. What did you say? I'm sorry. It was most effective <laughs> use of symbolism. Yep. <laughs> it's just, everything's just totally. I think Total Eclipse of the Heart is the only video that ever got this. They award. were like, we have to make up a video <laughs> award for this. Alright, listen, Vampire Love Song is also funny. Uh, if anyone listens to the lyrics, they're really vampire lines. It's all about the darkness, the power of darkness, and love's place in the dark. Thank you, Jim Steinman, for that. Okay. That was my note, my note is like, I'm convinced, this is what I literally wrote down. I'm convinced 95% of making a music video is just playing with whatever happens to be on set that day and making a mess. That's what I um, this was filmed on location at Holloway Sanatorium, which is a large Victorian Gothic Wait, no, they didn't even win. They didn't even win Most Effective Use of Symbolism. They were just nominated. That's because this is a shit show. Okay, first of all, who it won? opens on 80 Spooky No, Hogwarts. I want to know who won. Oh, I'm... <laughs> Paul is offended that they got <laughs> snubbed. This <laughs> award no one's ever heard of. 19, I gotta find out who won. Don't you think there should be a record somewhere? I do think so. Well, where <sighs> this did you? Is terrible. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. This gonna is going to be the rest of the show of our show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. What All right, it? spooky Hogwarts. Like, <laughs> like it's just it starts at spooky Hogwarts. There's so much eyeliner. There's glowing eyes. Those fuckers have no buttons on their shirts. Like, right? Why are their shirts blow open? Who knows? Right, I wrote there's a lot of fans. They must have had so many fans for this video. So many fans. That fucker throws a dove right at her, and he's sitting yeah. in the REM chair. Uh-huh. He's sitting in the REM chair. Um, Here's the I'm, casting call. Hey, we're a casting call for boys who can wear goggles <laughs> to be splashed with water. <laughs> also, you must look like a total douche. Casting call for ninjas and fencers in the same video. Yeah, there is so much to obscure the vision. She, They have shot her like they don't think she's pretty. Like... She is lit from behind. I mean, she's not. I that I'm not disagreeing. Maybe that was on purpose. I, perhaps she's kind of got a dishy body in that dress. Like it's a little bit like a bathrobe, but it's not a bad figure. Yeah. But here's the problem I have with '80s hair. Her head, like when you get '80s hair, your head looks so much bigger. Her head looks gigantic because her hair's all See, blown out. '80s hair is very flattering on me because I have a peanut head. So I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> Um, so it sort of feels like a ghost story to me. My next note is Ghost Macarena, because Fonzie definitely does the Ghost Macarena up the stairs. Oh, yeah, I, I wrote weird-ass leather dance. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that there's shockingly little plot for something that likely took so much storyboarding and planning. There's a lot of scenes, there's a lot of setup, there's a lot of actors. What the fuck is happening here? I, I said, this is a song, I thought like, okay, this seems like a song about lost love, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And then I need it's you tonight. It's a love song, Paul. <laughs> I, I need I need you tonight. But for what though? 
Like, this is where I want to talk about. Forever starts tonight. Because <laughs> I'm going to turn you into a vampire. I think Twelve year old a, ghost boy. You guys are reading too much into it. The symbolism award. No way. This is just about like Bonnie Tyler's kinks. It's like, oh, ninjas. I need some people with leather. Why are there fencers. so many sports ball athletes? In so many varieties of outfits. I, there's a glitter mask. There's a children of the corn choir. Like, yeah, that's freaky. I don't understand that. There's but then so it's like many bright eyes. clad dudes. So, the dude in the, okay, the one dude in the furry underpants, he's got some moves. He does, he's and he's good. right up in her grill. He definitely he puts his wiener right <laughs> up his, his furry wiener. Are they cavemen? Why are they wearing furry underwear? She's just screaming by the end of the video. So here's the other thing I thought. If this was a video of, like, a almost middle-aged-ish dude walking around a school and it was a bunch (laughs) of young women, this would be very creepy. Like, Well, I mean, it's still pretty creepy. I feel like it's very creepy. (laughs) I didn't quite understand the end. So she's walking around, all this crazy... Ninja, zombie, vampire. There are football. There is acrobats. Right. They're all like students. It's a school. Presumably they're students. Is she a teacher? Yeah, because then in the end, she is wearing a suit. She is now 80s like power suit woman. Yep. Yep. She is no longer bathrobe nighttime woman. Right. She still has a shit ton of eyeliner on. And then, right, so and my note is, oh, so it is the 80s. Like, because it's not, you can't even necessarily tell right. in, in Spooky Hogwarts. You can look at her hair. You Jeez. can, but, like, it, it's not necessarily identified. There's those guys, those 50s guys. Like, it's a little unidentified. Yeah, but okay. But now it's definitely 80s. And, yeah, she's getting introduced by, like, presumably another Somebody te- in, a, in a robe. Yeah, in like, a, in, in a, charge. Yeah. She is a teacher, it looks like, or something. And then... That kid's eyes glow. Yeah, There's a random angel eyes. at one point. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, with the wings over her. So, yeah, like, it's weird. Someone making this video was like, they say turn around bright eyes a couple times. We should yeah. definitely have glowing eyeballs. That's an right. effect we can afford, right? Right, right. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. It reads like maybe it's supposed to be a sort of a lost lover, a ghost story type of thing, or she's haunted by things. Okay, I, but I don't the, know. Here's, here's here's how it reads to me at the end. It's a lost love about a teacher, a woman teacher for an sure. underage boy student. Great. That's how it reads. Yeah, That's not a good look. I wonder if if you were gonna like give the benefit of the doubt if like she is remembering a lost love from her school days and now being back at school and seeing these boys reminds her of that t- that would be the only non creepy way to like okay. th- we are reading more into it than probably anybody. Um I'm barely restraining myself from singing the entire thing to you. <laughs> There's also a really great flow chart. I will try to find a post for you that is all the lyrics and then directions to, like, the next lyric that's very, very enjoyable. Um, Guys, if you don't know what a literal video, if you've never seen the literal videos, you need to... I had never seen them. You need to look that up. Um, I will try to post links somewhere. Post this one. This was the best yeah, one Yeah, the I literal video for this is real good. So first, watch the actual video and enjoy Bonnie Tyler's crazy voice. I think it is less old lady six pack a day smokery now than it was when she recorded this and um then watch a literal video because it's somebody singing along to it but describing the crazy shit in the video and it's real good Uh so now when i hear it i think mullet with headlights (laughs) 
Um, also, she barely, like, the only reason that she got this song made and had this crazy hit was that she approached Jim Steinman and said, hey, write me a hit. And, like, everyone, I was like, no way, he's way too what? fancy for you and you're, like, getting old and no one's, he's not going to take the time to write the song for you. And then she, like, had the balls to do it and he did. Good for her. Yeah. I, I got to say, this might be bad to say, but I got to say, I do like the, the version of this song. Was it the Dan Band? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Uh, from. It sounds like you're gonna. Is say it old it school? I remember. Where the Dan Band is the the group that sings the where he swears through it. Yes, he swears through it. Yes, yeah. I do enjoy that. Um, I enjoy that version. I enjoy this fucking version. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> and so this canon. Goes in, this goes in my canon. I love the this video. Shit. Yes. Oh man. It's bananas. It is bananas. Okay, but at what age is this nerd canon? This, like, speaks to my weird, spooky Hogwarts soul. Like, I, <laughs> I'm into it, man. I'm, oh, man. I think I'm a no. I mean, this, you're also, I'll to give your you opinion. this song. Huh? As a you're entitled to your opinion, I think this is, this is fucking rich. This is definitely, like, peak 80s yeah. song. Maybe not peak, I don't know, this is early, what is it, 83, you said? Mm-hmm. So maybe not peak. This is a, some serious '80s stuff happening in this, but the song, yes, the video, hell no. Oh, for me, and it fits in with those really crazy Jim Steinman videos. Like, um, yeah, okay, no. There's like that Celine Dion. If you touch me like this, that one with the thousand candles. That was, <laughs> I feel like, in that same mode. Great. Um, all of those meatloaf. Never ones, seen that like, video. You're good. You're good. <laughs> 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 All of those meatloaf ones. Like, yeah, it's it's a it's a go for me. Okay. Let's do Addicted to Love. Let's do Addicted to Love. So let me get my Addicted to Love notes. Robert Palmer, album Riptide, 1986, directed by Terrence Donovan. It was a ri- originally intended to be a duet with Shaka Khan, but her okay. label wouldn't let her, so he had to, like, re-record it and sing all the parts. Um, I have a ton of notes about these models. So they are obviously meant to look sort of like mannequins. They were told to look like mannequins. They are oh, meant I to follow. I think the follow... slick back. That's what? not a bad. I kind of like the look, like the slick back yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're meant to be in the style of Patrick Nagel paintings. Okay. I don't know what that is, but sure. Sure. Okay. So a musician was hired to teach them basic fingering techniques, but gave no, up after, that's a lie. That's a up, lie. He gave up after an hour and left. Oh, okay. There yep. you go. <laughs> so they're like obviously very out of sync, and there yeah. are all these. So there's tons. If you look this up, there are tons of interviews with these women. I have all their names. You probably don't. I don't know if I should say them to you, but they were interviewed a ton because people wanted to like you know, find out their impression of them. And they were like, oh, yeah, we don't know. I Like, she's like, I'm clearly wrong. I don't know. I was just doing my own thing. Like, <laughs> the director got them drunk when they were getting their makeup oh, touched up. So and so then... Oh, so that's no great. What? Mm, that's not... And then mm-hmm. the one knocked into Robert Palmer and made him bash his face into the microphone. Oh, nice. Yeah, this, was, this has been spoofed a ton. So Love actually uh, did it in mm. that movie, UHF. It's been spoofed a ton. This is a little bit of a controversial one, and I'm sure that's something you want to talk about. People have opinions on how they're meant to look like mannequins, and so Mac. I never Gilchrist, understood the mannequin. I don't what? get the mannequin thing. So I Mac never Gilchrist, saw that. Who is the the air quote bass player? Um, she said that was a shock to me. The people who said the video was demeaning to women. She said I thought the opposite. I thought we looked strong and quite scary. 
They felt kind of badass, she says. They had a great time. Um, They felt bad for the chick playing the drums because she didn't get a (laughs) close-up. They made a lot of comments about how much the makeup, you know, was like a ton of makeup. She's like, I could barely move my, my face. And they did not realize how sheer their dresses were until they saw the mm, video yeah. and she's like yeah i always had these big boobs and they're just kind of everywhere she's like they're kind of <laughs> swinging on their own like and so that was cute <laughs> yeah that was my research about addicted to love i didn't know the mannequin thing i never would have noticed that unless you said mannequin oh but they don't smile like okay but yeah i don't know Bonnie Tyler I, wrote that they, I wrote that they look constipated but <laughs> So you can nobody, try, try that look at school tomorrow. Yeah. So my notes about Robert Palmer are, man, his pants are high. Yes. His pants yep. are really high. And then also no one told him not to act like a mannequin. Cause, <laughs> like, <laughs> I wrote he's super awkward. He's not doing great. I think the backdrop is weird. It sort of looks like this was filmed in my basement with the backdrop from like a high school musical hung up. Yep. Yeah. He's got a good puff mullet thing happening. He does. He does. I don't know. This doesn't, this, and this actually was so popular and notable that like several of his subsequent videos are the exact same style. Mm. I remember this video. I've definitely seen this before. I remember it being in heavy play all the time. What Um, year is this from? Do you have a year? Um, I said it. Let me grab 86. Okay. So I remember it being on pretty heavy rotation even into the years when i would really remember that so mm-hmm. yeah i don't remember the background being so red as it is i, I don't remember it being such a bad song <laughs> yeah it's not i mean it's really repetitive and it's kind of boring riffs well, the whole and... thing so yes so when i watch videos for these i usually watch them twice or three yeah. times, I, like, kind of try to watch it without taking notes so I can really, like, look at it, and then I write stuff, and I was, like, halfway through it, I'm like, I actually don't need to watch this anymore, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I got the whole thing, yeah. like, yeah, I agree, no. it's, it was really notable, people were a little bit, yeah, like, offended about it, saying that, like, it really, like, objectified the women or made them, you know, because it took away their personality by making them all look the same, and then they mm-hmm. have no expression, and they're supposed to just be these, like, props. But they didn't feel that way. I yeah. don't find it offensive now, especially considering what we see in videos today. Like, right. I get that it was probably groundbreaking at the time, but it really made a, a lot of stir, and there was lots it, out there. What? It got play because it yeah. made it was edgy at the time. Right. It's not a good song. I it's don't not think... a great song, and I don't. They were like, "This is the thing we're doing, and that's all we're doing." Yeah. So I feel like you only need to see it once or twice to have gotten it. Like it doesn't need to be something that you like. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could go watch Total Eclipse of the Heart three more times and see some <laughs> new shit that I didn't see before. That's true. Um, similarly with like some of the nineties videos that we watched, like mm-hmm. I could watch Soundgarden or Nine Inch Nails again and again and see new shit. I'm not ever seeing anything new in Addicted to Love. I've seen no. everything I'm going to see in the first three notes. Like, right. yeah, this was really notable when it came out, but it does not go on my canon. Nope. Me either. Okay. Well, sorry, Robert Palmer. Yeah, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Your check is in the mail. Okay. Um, last but not least, Take On Me. Um, the band is Aha. The album is Hunting High and Low. This was 1985, and this was directed by Steve Barron. Do you remember this from the 80s? I remember this from my life. From life. Do you remember from, watching from, it as a kid? Oh, all the time. 
Me too. All the time. Uh-huh. Um, I had We had this vinyl, and so I loved the song, and I thought this video was great. I have some fun facts. I watched a movie on the making of this. Wow. Okay, that's dedication. <laughs> I'm not uh, that dedicated. I do a ton of homework for this podcast. So the technique used for the animation is called rotoscoping. There was a couple other, there was like a cartoon with a psychiatrist that came out for a while that was also rotoscoping. You know, they they take live action footage and they trace over it mm-hmm. and to make it look hyper realistic, frame by frame. So it takes forever. This won six awards at the 86 uh, VMAs. Best New Artist in a Video, Best I Concept. bet it didn't win Best Use of best Symbolism. symbolism. <laughs> there's very precious little symbolism. <laughs> but there is a pipe wrench fight. So right. there's that. Pipe wrench fight, yep. Actress Bunty Bailey. Yep, one more that's time. a real person. One more time. Her name is, but I saw her in the movie that I watched. No, nope, that's Bailey, not a real person. Who played singer Morton Harkett's love interest, um, went on to start also, in their follow-up Also video. not a real person. <laughs> They're Norwegian. And oh, okay. they had a real-life romance. Uh, the director also did Billie Jean. And the drawings took about four months, and there were 3,000 sketches. Nice. Yeah. So those are just some of my fun facts. I have more as we talk because I then watched a whole video. Um, so they're in Norwegian. They wanted their name. Their original name was something else, signals or signs or something like that. And then they changed it. They wanted it to mean the same thing in all the languages that they, like, might be heard The band in. name? Aha, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did know they were Norwegian, I think. Yeah. So... Morton Harkett, in case anyone cares, is lovely and handsome in this video, and he still looks great. Okay. He's super sweaty. Why is everyone so sweaty in this video? He's listening. No, he's he's straight up, like, out of the pool sweaty. So they were, like, 15 or 16 when they wrote the original version of this song, but it went through many iterations. They were, like, really more of a punk or a darker band. Um, they're like, you know, we're dark Norwegian, troubled souls. <laughs> and then they That's think, that, when I think of AHA, I think I know, I know. Norwegian so, so goth they metal. That riff, that dun, 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 which when you watch the video, every single person sings it, so I had to sing it for you. Yep. They called this song the Juicy Fruit song because it reminded them of, like, cheerful Americans. <laughs> and they reworked it a bajillion times until it became the version that we like here on the album and on the radio. Um, and they also had made it a first video for it, which was just them performing. And it was really like not exciting. They're very pretty, but it just had like no personality. So then they remade it with this. Jeff Aroff was one of the producers and he was like, we want something visually that like makes it get enough play that makes this song an earworm because it has so much potential. And so that's what they did. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And so in this little movie I watched, they got the actress and this, musician guy to come back and sit in the very same cafe that they filmed it in and it was all very adorable so I will post links to it I fucking love this I love the comic book thing she gets sucked into it you know I love getting sucked into another world by a handsome dude if ever if that ever you if if a hand comes out of a graphic novel Take or comic it. or whatever, you grab the hand. You grab it. Yes, you do. You go to wherever it is, uh-huh. and then you have a pipe wrench fight with some thugs. <laughs> the literal video to this one is pretty great too. Oh, okay, because it goes pipe wrench fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. This guy has a great voice. That's an incredible range. Yeah, it is. And it's bonkers. They don't um, show him. When he's in the upper register, they don't show him. I want to see his face when he's hitting that high note. <laughs> he's squeezing his butt cheeks. Fun show. <laughs> and I also think it's cool that, like, whatever, he's, like, handsome. He's, like, a handsome comic book character. But 
it's funny to me that their original video was just them being like kind of you know, looking all dreamy on stage singing, and it was like close-ups on all their dreamy faces, but then they were like, meh, this isn't doing anything for us. Let's make a cool high-concept <laughs> video. And I kind of This was that. a big deal, right? It this was a huge deal. It was a deal. big deal. It, enough that I watched a movie about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a huge deal. It was pretty groundbreaking. It took months and months. So that they had said, yeah, they went and they filmed for it, and then they... You know, I guess they kind of thought they were, because they had seen sketches, and so I guess they thought they were kind of expecting, like, to see the finished product pretty mm-hmm. quick. They didn't really think about it, and it took months, four mm. months at least, for them to finish drawing it. You know, then by the time it came out, it was finally, it was starting to get airplay, but then when the video came out, it really, you know, it really made it. But it's also a really good song. Yeah. I mean, it's super fucking catchy. Like, yeah, And everyone feels the need to sing along with it. Like, yes. So. I wrote, I don't know all the words, but I still sing all the words. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I said this in the last video too, the last yeah. video one we did, which was like, a lot of these I learned the song before you could just look up lyrics. And right, 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 right. You just sing whatever it sounds like, even if you, you don't do. know exactly what they're saying. Yeah. I don't, some of them are just sounds. Stuck in a way, like, yeah, it's not, <laughs> I don't know what, but, like, those aren't words. Those aren't words. Those are just sounds. Yeah. He also has an accent and, you True. know, like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, they're not real deep lyrics. Right. Yeah, that chick crumples up, crumples, the, there's the whole, that, like, salty waitress. The whole thing is great. I love yeah. it. And then the breaking through into the other world scene where he's throwing himself against the wall, and then he shows up. <laughs> he's in her house. He straight up just shows up in her house, and she's like, yeah, this is great. Her tears <laughs> brought him to life. It's true. <laughs> If I ever get pulled into a comic book, I will make sure to cry my real tears onto onto every book to make sure that I can bring people to life. I will kiss every frog. so much hairspray. So much. Like, just Vaseline on him. Like, what? (laughs) He's very shiny. (laughs) He's very shiny. He's very shiny. Still, I don't have much to say about this other than I love it and it's in my canon. I I love it. It's in my canon. It's so great. I found... I will try to post all these links somewhere. Um, if not on our social media, I will post them just right on the, on the Nerd Cannon page. Um, because it's hard to kind of, sometimes it's hard to do links on Instagram. But yeah, I've got, I've got a cool picture of the way they filmed it. It was a huge sound stage. So I found a cool picture of that. Hmm. And I'll post links to this. I watched it in two parts on YouTube and, um, I'll post some of the literal videos because this is some quality, quality yeah. stuff. Yeah. You could waste a lot of time enjoying just these videos and then also enjoying the additional ephemera. Take On Me is, I think, the first one, first music video I think we've done that I've really felt like it has to be in the canon, not just because it's good, not just because it's good, but it's also like a moment in music history or something. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think even if I didn't like the song, I think it would be, even if you don't like the song Take On Me, which why not? But for like first, but second, this is still should go in your canon just because it's a moment in music history. Yep. Take on me. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Great. Any, any other thoughts, Paul? No. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, find us online at Twitter. We're at NerdCanon. We're Instagram, NerdCanon Podcast. We have an email at NerdCanonPodcast at Gmail, so you can send us suggestions for future topics or comments, concerns, or other cool shit that you found that we need to see. Until next time. Keep the nerd alive. <laughs> oh, what's the next thing?